Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, there's a scripture that will put on my heart, and it's Galatians 6, 9. And it says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Most people have heard that verse, and it's a commendation, and it's an encouragement from the Apostle Paul to believers to say, Hey, when you, find, when, when you know that there's something from the Word or direction God has given you, don't grow weary. You may not see the breakthrough right away. There's this picture that you have of someone who's, you know, uh, digging a tunnel looking for treasure, and he's hammering and he's hammering and he's hammering, and he goes to give up. But you can see just on the other side of where he's hammering, he's about to hit gold. Just one more swing, but he turns up, turns away, and gives up. Where God has given, there's a reward for faithfulness. So this morning, or whenever you listen to this, let this be an encouragement to you that uh, there's a reward to your faithfulness. The verse that uh, is before that, the two verses before that, it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. For he that sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And then it says, And let us not be weary in well-doing. The Bible's saying here, God's saying here, there's a reward for us who continue to sow to the Spirit. There's many people that contend to get discouraged because they, it's not easy uh, at first when you sow to the Spirit. It's not easy. You're, the natural, Ephesians 2 talks about the, the natural way of things, that there's a course of this world, right? And it's, it's not sowing to the Spirit. It's swimming up stream to sow to the Spirit, to wake up in the morning and to encourage yourself in the Lord. Lord, I thank you that I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. It's not the natural way of life to be optimistic and excited and living with expectation that God is good for you. It's not the normal way of life. It's something that you cultivate in your own life. It's the same thing with like working out. It's not a normal thing to want to go to the gym and work out, to want to be in shape. The normal thing is to not want to get off the couch, not want to wake up early. Uh, I mentioned this before, but I'm training for this half marathon, 13 miles. And so every um, three times a week, I'm waking up. But at first, when I started running, I wasn't training for a half marathon. I was just wanting to lose weight, but I did it knowing that there was a reward in sight, that there was a day that would come when I was 240 pounds, there was a day that would come where I would be in shape and I wouldn't be an extra large in a size 38 waist. I would be a medium in a size 32 waist or whatever. And I looked ahead. And so God is saying here, don't grow weary in doing well for in due season. What does that mean? That God has a time appointed where he needs to establish faithfulness in your life. That's really a sign of maturity is faithfulness. Many people get good ideas of things they want to do for God, but they don't establish faithfulness in doing it. They have these ideas and they have things that will really work, but they, they, they're like burst speed. They sprint and then they stop and then they sprint and then they stop. It's like the old story of the, the tortoise and the hare, right? The tortoise that's just slow and steady and just keeps going, keeps going in the hare that's stopping and falling asleep. He's fast but he's stopping and falling asleep. I've always, in my career in sales, I always thought, man, I'm, I'm not the best salesman, but I'm just going to outwork people. When, when the most talented salesman run, um, run out of inspiration and he decides to take a day off, I'm just going to be out there knocking on doors, 
moving my legs fast in between doors so I can talk to more people. I may not be as charismatic as some people. I may not be as silver-tongued as some people, but I'm going to outwork them. It's the slow and steady. So for those of you who are sowing to the Spirit, not sowing to the flesh, it may, see, it may seem like no one sees you. It may seem like you're, you've, been running in, you've been running in circles. It may seem like you're not going anywhere. The devil wants you to believe that nothing's coming, that it's not worth it. He wants you to believe that the sowing to your spirit's not producing any results. But I want to tell you, don't grow weary in doing well, for in due season you shall reap. It's impossible to sow to the spirit and not reap benefits from it, not reap eternal life from it. You know, ultimately for us, God has a call of God has a call on everyone's life. It may be a five-fold ministry call, it may not, but there's a call that God has on your life. First of all, your call is to heaven. So there's a call upwards, the Bible talks about um, in, in the book of, uh, I think it's Ephesians. There's a call, yeah, call upwards, and that's the call to uh, eternity. There's a call to holiness. There's a call to an inheritance. So there's a call on everyone's life. There are specific calls as well for things that we will do in our lives. There's a call to be a soul winner for every person. The Bible talks about the soul winner's crown. That's not relegated just to the fivefold ministry. God, there's a call for every believer to fulfill the Great Commission. But for many people, they get started and they're going through and they're doing their best. And then it seems like nothing's changing. Man, I'm not progressing. I've got so much, or hey, I've got so much room to grow. But know that as you're faithful with what God has put in front of you, he's got a reward for you. The Bible talks about um, uh, in Psalms chapter one, let's actually go there. In Psalms one, I love the picture of this, um, uh, of this, this chapter that it gives because it compares us to a tree. And it says, it says, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his season. Another translation says, in every season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So he compares us to a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. What is it? The man who doesn't listen to the counsel of the ungodly, but the man who listens to the counsel of the word of God, the man who meditates in the word. That's why your foundation in the word is so important. You can't have success without the Bible. You can't have the success without the word of God on a daily basis, in the morning and at night. He said to Joshua, do you want to have success, good success, then meditate my word both day and night. You got to take that practically. If you're not reading the Bible before bed, by the word of God, and you're not meditating in scripture, I'm not saying you have to read 10 chapters before you go to sleep, but let the word of God be running through your heart and through your mind. That's how you have success is by the word of God. It says you're like a tree planted by water. If you're not planted in the word, then you're not planted by water. 
but the tree that's planted in the word, that's sowing to the spirit, that's not sowing to the flesh, that's sowing to the spirit, will reap a reward. It's impossible for the word of God to return void. The word that you've been hiding in your heart about your prosperity, the word that you've been hiding in your heart about your future, the prophecies that were, that were prophesied over your life that you've been reminding and running through your heart and muttering and speaking out of your mouth, they will produce fruit. It's impossible for the word of God to not produce fruit. The Bible is a fruit producing book. It's supernatural. It's not like any book that you can read. You can go buy a book down at the Barnes and Noble. You can go buy Catcher in the Rye, right? You can go buy uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls, right? Some of these, what they call classics. And they may be a, you may enjoy them for an hour or a few hours, but the word of God carries weight. The word of God has power in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm. It carries eternal weight. The words were there before time and they're there uh, after time is finished. And so don't grow weary in doing well, because in due season, you shall reap. You know, the devil wants you to believe that nothing's coming of your life that no one sees what's happening. He wants you to think you're all alone. He wants you to even look and compare yourself to other believers. Comparison destroys brotherhood. The moment you compare yourself with this other person, oh, they tell more people about Jesus. Oh, they're, you know, they're better at this. They're a better preacher. Oh, they're, 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 they just seem to be able to get in the presence of God better. Whatever it is, the moment you do that, you kill brotherhood comparison's not there. You can use, you can see someone else and let them stir you up to something. But like David gave and he, he told the amount that he gave and that stirred the, the people up to give. So there's times where, where you look and say, man, I want to be like that. And it, enc- it encourages you, man, if God can do that with him, then he can do it with me. But so many people, the devil wants you to compare yourself. Oh, you're not the best in class, right? Like, what does that look like? Ultimately, that's why we have to be confident in the voice of God and hearing the voice of God. Because it's not about what anyone else thinks. It's what the word of God says and what God is leading us to do. There's things that you may do in your life and people may think that you've made the wrong decision. And I'm not talking about just being stupid. Like, oh, you know, I decided just to do one quarter of Bible school and I'm going to go preach. Like, you need to get trained. Like, you need to use common sense. But there's moves you'll make. People, you know, I'm going to Bible school and the family thinks, what are you going to Bible school for? You need to get something safe. Man, the only thing that's safe is the will of God. If I would have stayed in sales, it didn't matter how much money I was making. I could have been making $100 million a year and it would have been an unsafe place to be if I was supposed to be in the ministry because the perfect will of God is the safest place to be. It's the place of the commanded blessing. If you're in the will of God, say this with me. Say, I'm in the will of God and I'm in the place of commanded blessing. I'm in the place of perfect provision. I'm in the place of perfect protection. It's when you, okay, you don't have to say this with me. It's when you step out of the will of God that, 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 that you take yourself, the Lord can, the, the Lord, you limit the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 78 verse 41, that they limited the Lord. It was because they didn't remember his works. It was because of their unbelief. You can limit the Lord by not following his plan for your life. You have to follow the plan of God. But for those of you who are following it, don't grow weary in doing well. 
and resist the fear that the devil tries to bring. You know, fear, I'm reminded more and more, fear now is a future father. You know, there's times where uh, the, the devil tried to put fear on me, but to understand that fear is a spirit and that when the thoughts of fear, oh, what about this? What about this? That will never go away unless you deal with it in the area that it comes because it always just changes. It could be, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm nervous that I won't fulfill the call of God. Well, unless you decide not to, you will. You go after the things of God. You do what he's called you to do. But dealing with fear where you are. Oh, fear may come of, you know, whatever it is, whatever the circumstance. You're not going to have enough money. Oh, you, you know, you could get sick. You know, whatever it is, your parents may die. You deal with that fear because it's a spirit. And then lastly, in, in not growing weary and doing well, that's why faithfulness with what's in front of you is so vital. When God gives you something to do, he's giving you something that you can show yourself faithful with. It doesn't matter if it's a secular job, if it's a, God doesn't see things that way. God sees either, are they obedient or are they not obedient? It could be a secular job. It could be a spiritual job. It could be, you know, a late night job, an early morning job. It doesn't matter. God is looking for faithfulness. Don't grow weary in doing well. In due season, you shall reap if you don't faint. All the way through Bible school for me, you know, when I was in Bible school, I went to the River University, or at that time it was River Bible Institute. There was um, uh, there weren't scholarships, but there were some people that got accepted for uh, work study, which was 16 hours a week that I worked at the church, and um, I was assigned to janitorial. And I was 16 at the time, but I was assigned to janitorial. And people, I I know that out of the ones that you could get assigned for at the time, people were like, man, it's janitorial. Like they always compare you. Like it doesn't matter if you're preaching the gospel or you're cleaning the toilets. Like those are the opposites. Right. And I'm like, I am the guy cleaning the toilets. Right. But at the time it was like, I'm just going to be faithful with God has put what God has put in front of me and choosing to be a full effort person in doing that. When God gives you something to do, that's where promotion can come from. We talked about that in how to answer the call, be faithful with what's in front of you. But as you're there, sowing to the spirit, filling your heart with the word of God, there's a lifetime of reaping that you're going to receive from that. There's things that you're learning now, things that you're beginning to understand. They're going to serve you for the rest of your days. You do not sow to the spirit and not reap from it. That's what we got for you today. Thanks for joining us when we come back from Uh, Asia will tell you all about the trip, let you know what God has done. Uh, Please share this on Instagram. Please subscribe. When you subscribe, it actually helps us. So if you click the subscribe button, you'll get notified when there's new podcasts available. But thanks for joining us. We love every single one of you. Love to hear from you as well. We'll talk to you soon.